0: Hello and thank you for choosing to listen to this Northumberland Voices podcast. My name is Peter Connolly and for over the last two months I have been interning at the Northumberland Archives. My project over this time has been to develop this podcast which will be discussing what life was like in the 1920s with a focus on the coal miners and their wives. I have also been tasked with creating a blog post regarding the 1921 miners' strikes which will be uploaded to the Northumberland Archives website. Northumberland Archives has a fantastic collection of oral histories which record the voices and experiences of the people of Northumberland. This podcast will consist of several of these oral histories collected at the archives. The first recording you are going to hear from is from Mr Bob Ray, a retired miner. The oral history was recorded in 1971 and at the time of the recording, Mr Ray was 87 years old. In the extract, we will hear the voices of Mr Ray, Alongside local historian Stephen Martin and Northumberland County archivist Robin Gard. In the extract, Mr. Ray describes the minor strikes of the 1920s as well as his domestic life.
1: Also, really, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. After the war, was there was another strike in 1922, was it? 1921. 21. And was mm. that a county? National uh, strike. That was a national or not mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah,
2: that was it. A... But well, well up there as well. Indeed, yes. thirteen weeks. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And then, then the 26th one oh, got a bashing in there. Got a bashing in again. Yes. Six and eight and seven, that up. And then after yeah. that, the uh, Colonel Doherty award gave him another, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Went back on eighty percent, and then uh, he came and he he took forty percent off that Colonel Doherty. Right. Colonel Dodge,
1: right. that was a man. Yeah. Not a very popular man then.
3: No. Oh, he, he, no. he, he nearly killed him. Colonel oh, yeah, he wasn't a... He couldn't help it, he was just the arbitrator, you know. He was the chairman of the... Mm. And uh, the owners asked for 40% and they approved the case and we got the 40% reduction. Mm. And uh, did we work an extra half hour after then? I believe we did. Well, oh, oh, they put a winding time on us. Winding time, put, a, well, oh. put
2: uh, 20 minutes there. Uh, a and time. Supposed to be 20 minutes, yes. there was more, you know. Yeah. They mm. caught a quarter, half an hour.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, you see, I'll tell you something else. When, when the eight hours started, we benefited, the lads, mm. but the men didn't. Mm. They, in some cases they won't know you.
3: Yeah.
2: I think St. ill for one pit was there. Uh, only six and a half hours. you yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. But when the hit started, that awoke out. Yes. Huh?
3: How do you uh, Seven three, four, I suppose. yeah three well, quarters, did your mother used to get up uh, with all the men, four and five ship, Did I'll, she get I'll tell you
2: something, My mother lived my mother lived when she was uh, 99 almost. She was almost 99 when she died, a few years ago. And I cannot remember them having had an alarm clock. Mm. Well, I we had an alarm clock, but I, I mean, they never used it. Mm. All the years, uh, uh, we would, poor me, three brothers and me. Uh, mm. uh, we know, I would My father, that was five. Uh, you
1: could
2: hit any time, yeah. my father and mother. Yeah. No matter what time I had to go out, I'd come home, George, whoa, Willow, Woodshark, it didn't make any difference. They'd just give you a shout out to your
3: time. Yeah. There was a long clock. You never had a long clock. Didn't need one. Yeah. And there wasn't any lights on Thursdays. No, no lights on? Light, light, light the candle. Uh, uh. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then she had to have a dinner for the full ship and the mm-hmm. for the back ship. And
2: Dinner for each one, coming in. Fine. and are on different times.
1: Aye. Mm. Uh-huh. What would that be mostly the she give you what would she give you to eat? Oh well fed.
2: I'll say that. So in my them. case, I think it would be where there was a lot of bairns and mm. they would get the walks where there was just yeah. the father walking and then yeah. the bairns would smile. Mm. But in my case it didn't harm me that I was well fed because so I took what was earlier than me. Mm-hmm. So my father and me two elder brothers, and bringing money in, mm-hmm. and then I had a younger brother walk in the pit. So that uh, I was lucky in that respect for food. Mm-hmm. And I had a sister, two sisters, did a lot of work in fact. The and then the young one, the youngest, one of the family was a girl. She came out as well, helping, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All your brothers worked in the pit, you Yes.
3: You see, as well, I had to. Uh, when, when the dirty pit blows came off, they had to be cleaned. It's right. like. It's a, a dead them, as I say. Dead them. Knock the dust out. Aye. Against the wall. Against the wall, and then the, the pit shoes had to be scraped and cleaned, Aye. brushed, and dried. And greased. And greased. Aye. Was it, uh,
2: track Aye. otherwise? And mm. if you want uh, that in your pants, your jacket or your
3: puppets, are, uh-huh. that minute the had to yeah. tell them. Uh, and, and then of the, the, the course the, the, it was all fancy brass work and steel work around about the fireside and that oh, we kept I... meticulously clean. Mm-hmm. Scrubbed the floors. I Hadn't think. any carpet, it was just probably <laughs> mud and cleanly mud. Well I'll tell you one thing in the house there, my mum was a lot.
2: Because you had many rooms sometimes. Mm. You had a place for to put your your coats, your you know, your clothing and all that. Enjoy. Uh no, I mean you ordinary, well, For to keep the hoods decent. You know, you couldn't yeah. just throw them away. The oh, right. kids they yeah. know. Yeah. They're just young ones know, they just throw them anyway. Yeah. You you, you don't any sister or your mother. What on? them? Say, that's your
3: place.
2: Mm. I remember my brother said well, have uh, an ornament on the top there where you drop your money in. Yeah. We engine you know, your silver and colours and all this sort of thing.
1: Many of the colleges, the houses in this street would still have the range, would they? hearth? Oh, I.
2: Right. The old, the old, the old big. Yeah, well, York range. Aye. Right. Wait. Uh, so you get the colour it and pull it. Yeah. Pull it off the back. Yeah a couple of scuttles then, each day. Of course, it was like a lot of water to boil, in know, for yes. bathroom and cooking and all this sort
1: of thing. But you'd get coal, of course, supplied from the pit, wouldn't you? uh uh-huh. How was that brought, actually, by carts? It was, know, was brought by carts in the beginning. Funky Foreman and the mules.
3: You had more mules than horses. Yeah, and then? Carts, mm-hmm. right. yeah. You'd have the old fashioned round of had you in uh, on this street. That was mm-hmm. And then the set part of the other side. Aye, that's right. And that was kept, always kept boiling for the pit lads and uh-huh. the men coming Aye. in. Aye. The kit, as you said, uh, that's worth explaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of having a bath tin, they used to have a, a, a short wooden, uh, it was a, a barrel, you know, short, about uh, what, foot high? Aye. A couple of hoops on, mm-hmm. made of wood. Of course they kept it nicely painted. It used to hang on a big nail outside the door. Said. And that was what the bath team, uh-huh. you know. And uh, sometimes, when, <laughs> if they had pigs, they used to feed the pigs out of that. And
1: you'd have to down into the street, would you? Well, had, would a, you'd
3: have, had you got those down in your
2: back lane, or had you a sink? No, well, I had a sink. I had a sink. Most of the time. Of course, when the force come, I would uh, throw out Open lavvies, you open,
3: know? Uh, open lavvies.
2: Uh, ah, yeah. you know, and. Ash place where yes, ash they put the yeah.
3: airline shelters there. Yeah. Yeah. They were large the ash dump. Yeah. But there were the dry levees when the first came. Yeah. There wasn't any wash over yeah. here. The force Most collier villages just had these. In fact, uh, uh, I know of collier villages uh, where they just had about uh, a cluster of uh, about four privies in the middle of the, the street and that at the south of the whole street.
2: Aye. If you had
3: one for yourself, your life, you were lucky. You were lucky. But
2: you have pumped I may want say when I was a school kid, yeah, they, they had a pump at the top of the village and the one not doing. yeah, what for? four
3: yeah, pumps, pumps. we doing as far as the yeah. station. Aye. And they, they had just a few uh, privies in the middle of the square and, and then they had the urban oven ovens in the middle of the square. Aye, they
2: had,
1: yeah. yes.
3: They had the uh-huh. communal uh-huh. ovens. With, there, with you see. Was there. the one
1: here in Lodge?
2: No, I cannot remember one here in Lodge. But they had them at and They had
3: them at Saygale, huh?
1: yes. Must there, there was piped water, was there?
2: Piped water? Oh, yes. Yeah. But uh, just to the pumps. There wasn't any taps in the house. In the yards at here So you'd peel your boiler up? From well, the that the car you peeled for the water.
3: That water. was one of the lads in uh, the house, or the, one of the girls in the house, that was her job. Yeah.
2: He had a goat. Yeah, he had a hoop. Aye. Mm. Oh, right. mm. Carly Gordon, yeah, down the fields yeah. of water and carried the media. Yeah.
1: And where would they be? Mm. The, at the end of the street here? Uh, where the taps uh, well,
2: the, the they were? Oh, there. Some there. was lucky they were near the pump. Mm. And some was farther yeah. yeah. off. They
3: had one at the end of the street and If you're looking, if it was a long one, you'd have one in the middle. Aye. There it was, it was wasn't so many pumps in saying, you know what I want. No. And say it's Cox Lodge here, you'd have a similar arrangement. Well, you had p- Cox Lodge,
2: had the tops when I came, they had the top in the yard.
3: Had they? I mean, look,
2: And then they shifted them because they were wasting too much water. The kids used to turn oh, the top and leave no one that. And they, they start, they, that was when they began putting them in the house. Oh,
3: I see. That was mm-hmm. the
2: start of the water in the house. Yeah. That's what I wanted to
1: see. When they started to put the water in the house, that would be the colliery would do that, would it? Or the local authorities. Well,
2: uh, I expect they would contribute the colour, might have contributed, but yeah. uh, it was through the waste of water. You mm-hmm. see, because of the tops would outside they used to turn them on,
1: leave them yeah. one and now listen. Where would that water come from
3: then? Well I suppose that uh, the, the proximity of Gushworth itself, you know, they would they would get onto the municipal supply you know. Aye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's where they would have the advantage of. Uh, because the the, the remote colony villages. They were relying upon uh, what they could um, get from springs and wells, and what came out of the pit. In the beginning, it was yeah, yeah. Was. That went on up to the eighteen seventies in Bedlittonshire. I know that.
0: The next recording, which you are going to hear from, is from a Miss Dixon. At the time of the recording, in nineteen seventy four, she had resided in Pegswood for the last sixty one years. In the extract, Miss Dixon describes several interesting topics which she experienced in her life in the nineteen twenties.
4: When did you get married? 22, 1922, February the fourth. Bob's yeah. birthday was on the third, and I got. And I was twenty-four in the March, and he was twenty-six the day before I we married. Yes, mm. but you've known him for a long time, haven't you? Because oh, well, yes. I walked walked with his mother, as you might say. Yes. Well. And was he down the pit then? Oh, yes, he was pitman all his life, And then, of course, he took that pneumoconiosis. And uh, was never, uh, he never seemed to get the better of it. No, it's a terrible thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Terrible. I'm pleased now they're doing something about it. Well, it's overdue, isn't it? Yes, overdue. Yes. Like because I got all my papers and I sent them uh, even to um, Burt Hall about it, you know. But Did you, you yes. couldn't do anything about it. Well, at last mm. I think they're moving, aren't they? they? are now, and mm. well, I'm pleased for that people. Yes, even if it comes to I think it's a good job. Yeah. Oh, you let, let oh, her cook some thing of, thing of with that when you get it back. I don't know what Mr. Gardner said. Oh, you should hear some of his ones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> In oh, the course
4: my no. dug out at long as heaps and led up the, coll- the Pegswood mm. by Mr. Ratcliffe's pony and cart. And that was in 1926. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, out from the April to the November. Yes. And you had three small children then? You had three small three. children? Three. Three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. One was uh, three-year-old. Oh, he was born in 1927, just uh, April after the strike yes. finished. The strike finished in the November. There must have been a lot of hardship, I should Oh, think. yes, I was. Oh, no, Winifred, she hated going to that, uh, for the soup. Where did you have to go? There, to just the about it, yes. oh. What about the poor relief? How did you go about getting that? You had to go and see the overseers, did you? Was it the overseers or the guardians? Oh, they'll get it here somewhere. We called yes. it the uh, parish relief then, parish you leave. know, but it's not now, it's social security. That's right, it just changes ah, its name, it, doesn't right, it. it? You don't have to it. pay it back now, <laughs> <laughs> That's where it was. But, uh, yes, well, I have the mm. phone somewhere and uh, I wrote down each two shillings every week as it was kept off his pay Mm -hmm. and uh, at the very last one that I had down, it was finished. So they didn't cheat us any. No.
0: The final recording you are going to hear from is from a Miss Palmer, a retired teacher. This interview with Miss Palmer was recorded in 1974 and within it she described the housing conditions which she lived in as well as what life was like for children at the time.
5: We moved to Throckley in 1901. There were no taps indoors uh, anywhere. No flush lounges, only dry closets and open ash pits in the street. No light but oil lamps and candles indoors. The language was a bit queer. <laughs> I don't know if I should...
4: Yes, I like that bit. <laughs> Rain barl,
5: meaning Barrel and us as ganning, instead of we me and war mary (laughs) uh, uh, in 1903 the first gas was introduced into the throckley houses by my father who paid 10 shillings for work done by writing to ask if from street gas lamp pipes could be laid to provide house lighting after this all houses were paid were piped f- for gas free. Mm-hmm. There were nothing but coal fires for heating and, uh, and cooking. And still no d- some decent sanitation until a few more years. By 1914, most houses had water indoors. Before this, water had to be carried from the outdoors and heated for washing clothes and bathing. In the latter the latter took place in front of the kitchen fire in a zinc bath cooking was all done on the cold range and bread and cakes and meat and everything in the cool oven Bit, I suppose mm. clothes were tossed in a tub or turned round by the dolly peg Tra- uh, travel to station or elsewhere was in a pony and wagonette or trap. Then boys and girls began to save up for bicycles and they went for travelling. Mm. No cars until nearer the war time. Children made their own fun and didn't get into any trouble. The school floors were plain wood uh, planks and scrubbed during each holidays. Now, most teachers' rooms have fitted carpets <laughs> School met in big hall if there was entertainment by traveling players, as in Uncle Tom's cabin and the pottery man with his wheel and We paid a penny each for the entertainment. A school concert was a yearly event which was was done by the player, by the pupils. Hmm. After school, boys and girls played with marbles, small iron iron penkers, uh, and round iron hoops. And the girls played with square chucks and a small ball. They also had skipping ropes. Mm -hmm. In winter, boys and girls had good times on slides and some had sedges and rode on them. At haymaking, the bogies came up from farm empty and went back full. And the children loved to ride on them both up and down as there was always some room, even with a load. 1914 saw the beginning of the war. All the territorials were called up. One after another of the young men of the village joined up. And some families had all four sons away, as we had. And some were lost and never returned. Our boys all came back my husband was among those who were lost and I was left with my son to bring up, two years old. I went back by request to teach when he was three months old and carried on during the war. No holidays abroad for us in the years of war or before. A trip in the steamboat down the Tyne to the seaside fulfilled all our childhood dreams. Wages were low, but food was cheap. Rent seven and six to ten shillings. In 1914, eggs were twenty for a shilling. Boiling fowl a shilling a head unplucked. Butter a shilling a pound. Tea one and two to two shillings up till 1926. Things changed after the Second War. Though wages did not rise until after the Second War, mm-hmm. when many strikes took place. Now, I shouldn't. The the books that the boys, the papers we had, oh, yes. were Boys Own Paper, Chums, and Alley Sloper, which was a, a sort of comic mm. before the nineteen fourteen war, not seen today. Also, there was John Bull. Oh, John Bull! Yes, I've heard of that girls had the girls own paper home companion home chat and women's weekly oh, yes. now then i came to this house in 1924 mm. and there was no indoors sanitation or water indoors but ele- electricity came and i put got the water straight in mm. then now uh-huh. Most of the folks in the country village have hoovers for cleaning, <laughs> washing machines, fridges, and some have a deep freeze. Nearly all have TV, some coloured. You mm. had to put that bit in. Oh, yes. So things have been made easier for the housewife, and now they have time to go out to work. But those in wartime did all things the hard way, as we'd always been used to hard work, and never thought it beneath us now I haven't put the school Uh, girls chosen at Throckery School from the top class and examined in the three hours etc were sent to Northumberland Pupil Teachers Centre to be trained at the Trinity Church Hall Northumberland Road, Newcastle travelling expenses paid two years were spent at the centre every day Three years at a salary of eight pounds, ten pounds, and twelve pounds, when two days each week were spent teaching. Classes were sixty to seventy pupils. Then we sat an exam, preliminary certificate, and after these five years at eighteen, looked for a job. The salary then was between forty-five and fifty pound to a maximum of sixty-five. Well, he would be very pleased indeed. Well, it's going to be, to be put into the archives. It's really, you yeah,
4: it's just it's what something, we want. isn't it? Is? Something. Well, I think it is.
5: Well, well I'm, 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 thrilled a bit, and I mean, but I don't like telling folks because they yes. think I'm showing off.
4: Yeah, you but know, it's not that at all, is it? No,
5: you know, no, it's just yes. putting into. Well, it's like me going to Hexham Abbey.
4: Yeah.
5: I went to Hexham Abbey, mm. and I paid so much to have my name put in the book to Mm -hmm. put in the archives yes well now my daughter uh, my daughter-in-law my son's wife came and they'd been to York Minster and they'd paid a pound each of them to keep the Abbey going for one and a half minutes and they got a receipt for that you know I said well don't say anything about me (laughs) because you do just
4: what I do you know I thought, well, it was it was just exactly yes. proving that they were like me, wasn't it? <coughs> it's marvellous to sort of go down to posterity, isn't it? You know, well, that's what Mrs. Dodd said. Mm. Fancy, years after this, mm. 50 years
5: maybe, after this, somebody will be looking in the archives yes. and seeing your
4: essay. Well, I mean, it was what I knew, and I'd yes. been through it, and I, I knew it all. Yes. And to me another thing that's marvellous is that not only in fifty years' time will they be able to read what you've written, but they'll be able to hear you they'll speak be re- you know hear and speak. And thing. that you know it's funny, didn't I tell you? Um
0: Thank you so much for listening to this Northumberland Voices Podcast. If you enjoyed this instalment, please do subscribe, as we will be uploading more podcasts with more oral histories obtained from the County of Northumberland on various different topics. Thank you once again and Goodbye.